happy Hope Day, everyone, and welcome back to Life Works Better with Coach Mel. We are Series 14, Episode 3, Life Works Better with Worship. Yes. But I think we're going to talk about some more things today, too. Oh, we're going to talk about worship, and we're going to talk about everything in the context of worship, and we're going to talk about worship in the context of everything. Oh, I like that. (laughs) It sounds like everything. Well, to sum it up with uh, the way that, that uh, this guy who used to work for me in the construction industry, I'd say, uh, George, how is it all? He said, man, everything is everything, and it's all good. I love it. <laughs> That's a T-shirt. Where's so. April? Get us a T-shirt on that April. <laughs> I love it. Ooh, we want to give a big shout-out to Principio yes, Coffee. Yes, we do. And I have a caramel latte with oatmeal. Yes. Delicious. And I am having, let me see if I can get all this right here. I am having a spiced honey oat milk mocha. Hmm. Okay, that sounds good. I I tried this one out on me and then already had yours made. Mm -hmm. And so I just tried this one out and I'm like, next time Clarissa needs to get one of these. uh, 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 A spiced honey oat milk mocha. That sounds delicious. That sounds like a cinnamon roll in a cup. (laughs) (laughs) With a few chocolate sprinkles. Right. That sounds great. And by the way, those people who have never had a little melted chocolate on a cinnamon roll, go do that. Oh, I think I will. Now, dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Dark. Okay, good. Dark chocolate makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah. Not that it's Makes you feel better about eating a cinnamon roll. Right, right, right. Yes, dark chocolate is healthy for you. We don't eat cinnamon rolls in order to feel better. (laughs) That's not going to look better. So, you know, Coach, you had an amazing um, weekend this past week. Um, Did we ever. Let's talk about that briefly. That that was a two-day, I want to call a mastermind life coaching weekend. It, it, It was Powerful. Yes. It, it was really powerful. Kudos to you and Principio and all things Principio. Yes. The just whole, an amazing job. Yeah, the whole team. And, and you know, just as you said that, I, we had the, uh, it was the first time that the coaching program for uh, people who want to be a certified Principio coach, first mm-hmm. time that we started with an intensive, mm-hmm. like just basically a day and a half mm-hmm. of the academic part. But so much more happened than just the academic yeah. And then we had, uh, of course, we served Principio Coffee and Trinity. And then uh, Liz, uh, wonderful, gifted uh, Liz. Hands. She's amazing. Yes, uh, provided the food. So now we have another spinoff businesses ministry with Principio Catering. It's delicious. Listen, and she, if you're in the Birmingham, Jefferson County area, you want to get Principio Catering. Yes. It's, it's a must have. Yes. Okay, I wanted to put that in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, and and uh, and Liz says that we're uh, that we're on the lookout for another C suite. All right, <laughs> because we have Principio Coffee, Principio Coaching, and now Principio Catering. Yes, well, we need to find another C. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sure we'll find another It'll one come. out there. So yeah, it will definitely come. <laughs> I, I again, uh, Coach Mel, great, great job. Um, uh, how many participants participants would you say uh, you had there? Maybe about twenty. Yeah, we had twenty. Yeah, we had twenty, 20 enrolled. It was yeah. it was great, and uh, I want to do a, 
want to do another one later this year, mm-hmm. and our goal is to have 40 because we can we can do 40 in that room that we were in. Right, yes. So we'll do 40. Uh, we'll start promoting pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll expand it a bit, uh, not just people, but we'll expand the program from what we've learned here. And uh, life works better with all things Principio. Yeah. Because Principio was just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just sure about this. I'm convinced that all things Principio, it was uh, a dream in the heart of our creator. Amen. For something like this to come about. Amen. Because it's empowering so many people. And it's helping people understand not only their journey, but their journey in Christ. Yes. And so I saw a lot this past weekend. It was amazing. I saw people happy and excited and and hopeful. Yes. As a matter of fact, guess what you were able to get out of that coaching? Tell me. Followers and listeners for Life yes. Works Better with Coach Mel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Talk to someone that Hopefully Saturday, so. <laughs> she just started Life Works Better with Hope. All right. She just started and loved it. Okay. Yeah, so Beautiful. I, yeah. So it was it was a win. All things Principio. All things Principio. Yes. Great, great guys. And listen, you you want to be a part of this. You know, you've been thinking about life coaching or people always come to you asking you things all the time. You know, it's probably a life coach. You want to get involved in this next intensive that's coming up. And we'll yes. talk about it, you know, as we get closer that's to a, it. That's but. a very, very good point, uh, Clarissa, because a lot of times people see in us mm-hmm things that we don't see ourselves because when I look in the mirror, I I see I'm, I'm looking at myself from the outside, but I'm looking at that, filtering it through everything inside. But when someone else looks at, at you or me and then what they see, they respond to what God placed there. Yes. yes. And so if, if, if uh, someone, if people are always coming to you, any of our listeners out there, and, uh, I mean, like, how many times have we heard this, Chris, of people say, I don't know what's going on. People just seem to trust me. I mean, they just tell me things that right. that they wouldn't tell yes. hardly anyone. I don't even know this person. I don't know them very well. And they just start telling me things. Well, that's because they see something in you. Yeah. And so as we begin to bring out mm-hmm. that which is placed within us by God, <laughs> that's part of the maturing process and that's part of the coaching process. Right. And, wow. and there was, uh, there was really something that was, uh, I, I was very pleased. Uh, it was just, uh, a wonderful job by the whole team. Mm-hmm. And Chris, you did a great job with the audio there well, thank you, and, coach. and, and the, 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 the AV part there, getting everything up there on the, on the screen and, and then you recorded it. And yes. so we'll begin, we'll let that be a, uh, a review for all the people who were there, but also the beginning of an online course, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we will continue to develop as things go on. But uh, right now, I'm just really wanting to focus on the live, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, and probably do another one of those, right. then compare with what that looks like to this one and all. And and so anyway, yeah. Later on this year, we'll do do another uh, Principio Coaching Intensive. And, yes, I'm, I'm excited hey, about it. Uh, Coach, it was good. The food was good. You know, I always go into food. It was delicious. Yes. Um, but we also had gifts. We had parting gifts. We had parting gifts the first day, and we had parting gifts the second day. And 
I, I enjoyed my parting gifts. I'm not yes. going to tell what it was, so no, I can just that. create the suspense. <laughs> but I love gifts. That's my love language, gifts. So whenever I get my cup, I'm always happy. All right. Yeah, that's my love language. Well, I thought you were just happy all the time, but maybe if I don't bring you a cup of Principio something oh, before yeah. we do a podcast, I'll see that yeah. it's not the way you are all the your, time. Your next question would be, well, where is the love? Well, it was <laughs> in that cup you brought last week. <laughs> in the cup. And guess what? That cup is empty. Right. <laughs> Yes, and and you know, the uh, Clarissa, the way that, to me, that all this fits together with the series we're doing right now in worship is that life, life works better with worship because we were basically created to be an expression of worship right? and everything that we do. And no one worships God more completely than the one who completely responds to what God called you to do. Mm. That is the ultimate act of worship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow, and that's why as we as we are in our calling and as we operate within our calling that worship is simply uh, an outgrowth of that and as we talked a little bit before we went on the air it's uh it's about uh worship is is a response to leadership wow <laughs> and and many times i mean we we know how important leadership is we know how important worship is but uh, almost never do we put those two together. It's like, uh, okay, this is a different category, not just a different chapter, but a different book. But really, uh, leadership is, uh, is a big part of worship. Mm-hmm. And uh, simply because of a definition of leadership, you know, a few years ago, I, I had this as my uh, annual question. Mm-hmm. Just the, with the whole coaching environment, and as I am a coach and as I become more of a coach and express coaching even more <laughs> since that's what is, is in me. Mm-hmm. Several years ago, I, I quit uh, setting goals for the coming year, like in October, November, December. And I really just started focusing in on a question, importance of questions, which is a big part of Principio Coaching. Mm-hmm. And so my question was uh, – overarching about all this this idea was what question do i need to find an answer to in the coming year Mm. so what is the question Mm -hmm. that i need to find an answer to now that is a very deep question in and of itself but then the answer to that question is of course another question because it's what question do i need to find an answer to And so many times we're letting other people, we're letting the world determine what questions we need to be answering. Wow. We are never in charge of our own destiny until we're the ones who decide the questions that we're going to answer. As long as I'm answering somebody else's questions out there, and it's not that we we can't have help in order to develop them, but I'm talking about the question that God has for me to answer. And so that's why I like asking questions, because when people hear that question that is really from God, and he's allowing the coach to be the instrument of delivering that question, and for people to, people to identify that. So the question for a coming year a few years ago was this, what is the priority of leadership? Because a lot of books have been written about leadership. A lot of things have been said about it, but the world is still uh, in great need of leadership. Mm -hmm. 
every time there is a life-threatening situation, it's because of a lack of leadership. Somewhere. And why is there such a lack of, of, of true worship in the world? It's because there is a need of leadership. And so there is a connection between worship and leadership. And that, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, just see if this has any, uh, see if this reminds you of anything. Okay, now we're going to ask Brother so-and-so to do what? To lead us in worship. That's right. And so what, what do they call the person that's in charge of worship? Besides worship pastor, he's the worship leader. He or she is the worship leader. So we put those two words together, but it's almost like the two words, worship and service. Mm. How we put them together in, 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 in uh, terms, but we separate them in terms of our lifestyle. We go to a worship service, but we don't realize that that worship is in the service once we leave. It's in the service that we perform after we leave and not in the, the schedule of everything that happened while we were there. Mm-hmm. So a worship leader... So let's just expand on that for a moment and just kind of look at leadership uh, as a whole and then talk about how worship and, and leadership come together wow. and how we can lead ourselves in worship. We don't have to go somewhere with a group of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't even have to be listening to music. Mm-hmm. And true leadership <laughs> is those who have learned to lead themselves in worship. Yes, the intimacy of it. Yes, mm-hmm. it's exactly right. Okay, so worship and leadership. So the question was this, what is the priority? And here we go on a Melvito rabbit superhighway. This is no longer a rabbit trail. <laughs> this is a rabbit superhighway. <laughs> Man, we are just, we jumped you know, on that riding, thing, and we are going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> Nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Four lanes. Yes. All right. So come along. There's plenty of room on this rabbit superhighway. Okay. So uh, now I forgot where I was going on this rabbit oh, superhighway. Yes. But we were talking we'll about get leadership. this figured out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So about leadership. About leadership. Yes. Yeah, so what is leadership? Mm-hmm. The priority mm-hmm. of leadership. So let's keep on breaking this down. What do we even mean by priority? Too many times we create confusion because we don't understand the terms that we're using. Right, yeah. And how many of us use the term priority in the plural? Man, you got to change your priorities. What is your list of priorities? By definition, you can't have more than one priority. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's either the priority or no priority. Uh, so you, you can't have a bunch of priorities. So what is the priority? You can't just say, give me a list of priorities for a leader. No, you can't have more than one priority. So what is the priority of leadership? That was the question. And I got excited about the question, but Clarissa, I got even more excited when I really feel like that the Lord revealed to me the answer. Mm, Wow. So this is it. And then we will make a step on into leading in worship. (laughs) okay so the priority of leadership is to create an environment in which what is in the heart of father god 
can be done by Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. That is leadership. I'll say that again, even though they could back up the recording, but I'll say it again. The priority of leadership is to create an environment so that what is in the heart of Father God can be done by Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> what can we say? Okay, that's the priority. So uh, leadership is not about, really, it, it's not even about people. If I focus on people, it's too easy to get into manipulation and control. Right. Right. And when the right environment has not been created and you still want people to do what you want them to do or what you think they should do, it's going to get into control and manipulation. Mm-hmm. Boy, do we, do we see some light bulbs coming on out there and, yeah. in yeah. podcast land? Yeah. If, if some you, of us have probably been victims of that, honestly. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, that's for sure. And we can feel it. Yeah. Okay, when, when, when we're asked to, uh, no matter how, how great the... The task is that we're being recruited for, or, and Clarissa, here we get into all this thing about, uh, remember we, we've talked about kingdom quite a bit, thy kingdom come, what is the kingdom? Yes. And so uh, whose kingdom are we building? Mm-hmm. And a little jump back here, uh, the Lord's prayer was, uh, Lord, uh, Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, not my kingdom come. And so whose kingdom are we building? And what kind of atmosphere? Are we we building an atmosphere here so people will follow me? Yeah. Or am I creating an atmosphere so that people can follow what's in the heart of the Father, led by Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus? That's good. That is so good, Pastor. Listen, Pastor, and I had to put your pastor in there. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you see what they used to call mega churches, I don't really see that term a lot anymore but sometimes you see some of these mega churches that get it twisted and it's so twisted to where they think it's about the leader of the church and it's not yeah and all of these things are put in place to you know you can't do this you can't do this oh he wouldn't like this oh she wouldn't like this you know and it's not it's just not biblical to where sometimes you elevate that leadership and they become an idol and they become a God in God's church. So now we're trying to serve two masters. masters. And Clarissa, that's that's one of the uh, one of the maxims of worship mm-hmm. is whatever I elevate, mm-hmm. I will worship. Okay. Say that again. Whatever <laughs> I elevate, I will eventually worship. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. That whatever I value. The most is what I worship. That's right. And whatever I elevate in my life, mm-hmm. I, I worship. So leadership, a worship leader, leadership and worship. If I'm going to lead my life as a life of worship, mm-hmm. then I go back to my priority of a leader and leadership. To create an environment so that what's in the heart of Father God can be done by Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Uh, so just just the first part of that is leadership is about creating an environment. Mm-hmm. And there is no more useful illustration of leadership 
than the farmer. Because Jesus told a lot of his parables. His parables, a lot of them were about the kingdom, and the kingdom's all about leadership. And who, a kingdom, the dominion of the king. Who's in charge here? That's what kingdom's all about. Who, who's ever, whoever is in charge, that's their kingdom. And Jesus told a lot of parables about farming. So the farmer is, is, is a lot about leadership. It's not the farmer's responsibility to go coax that seed into reproducing. He doesn't go and, and cut that kernel of corn open so that that, no, what does he do? He just creates an environment so that what is in the heart of that seed that was placed there by God can be produced, can come to fruition. It's, the effort is not in getting that seed to reproduce. The effort is in creating the environment. And once that environment is there, you can't stop that seed from reproducing. Ooh. That's powerful. Yes. And, it, and it, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. And the, as a matter of fact, Jesus himself said that it, the kingdom of God is like the mustard seed, mm. the smallest mm-hmm. of all seeds. But yet inside that, that which is just, you know, so small that it, it, it just looks like a speck of dust right. when it's there on its own. Right. But yet within that, it's just, it's just there waiting mm. to be introduced into an environment mm. that was created for it to do what God the Father put inside that seed originally. Wow. So if we will just create an environment of worship, then we will not be able to stop that from growing forth that God has placed within us. And that's why worship is so important. That's why life works better with worship. Because with worship, and of course we, when we talk about uh, worship in a true sense, in a scriptural, biblical sense, it's, it's given all value to God. Yeah. Again, uh, what we value, that's what we worship. And when we value God more than anything else, that's true worship. Right. And... Wow, I mean, where do we? <laughs> mm-hmm. So the priority of leadership is to create an environment. Okay, so now let's apply that to worship. How do we create an environment uh, of, uh, of worship so that worship can happen? Mm-hmm. We talk about this, about someone being on fire spiritually. Mm-hmm. And any time that we actually are, are involved in a, a moment or a period of worship, it's, for me personally, uh, it, it's always seemed to have been purifying. I mean, it's like I, I just feel clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just, cleansing. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, uh, it, 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 it's cleansing. It's, uh, it, it's warming. It's like, man, we're, we're really on fire. Mm-hmm. I don't ever feel cold. I don't feel lonely. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel controlled. And it's it's like what you said earlier, creating an environment. And you know what is so funny? Now that you're saying this, I don't feel any of those things when I'm in the middle of worship. You don't feel what? Cold, hot, angry, sad. Lonely? Lonely. None of that. Hungry? Mm-mm. Well, <laughs> well, since most people are involved in worship just before lunch on Sunday, <laughs> we should not include that. One. Well, maybe maybe we can leave out the hunger and the sleepy. Right. 
we could be hungry and sleepy and still worship, right? <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of Principio. Yeah, I think I'll take uh, a sip too. That was, uh, yeah. Spiced honey oat milk latte. Mm. Okay. But, yeah, but now that you mentioned that, I've in the time of worship, and, and I would really ask our listeners, try it. Try it. The, the next time that you have set aside your time for worshiping God, and it, either early in the morning or late at night or whenever, you know, pay attention. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't have those feelings. All I feel is warm. I feel intimate. I feel connected. Yes. You know, I just feel that the energy of God. Yes. And it just dawned on me, when you mentioned that, I don't have any of those things you mentioned. Yes. And that's a beautiful thing, which means that our life should be full of worship <laughs> so we don't feel those things. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we're, we are valuing that which gives us our value. Mm. That's good. Coach. When we focus on God and when we yeah. focus on worship. And to focus on anything that decreases my value mm -hmm. as a human being mm. is detrimental to everyone, including myself. That's right. And so that's why, uh, I mean, Jesus said, you know, you, you, you can't serve or you can't worship two masters. You can't, you can't value. You can't have more than one priority. That's what Jesus that's right. was saying. That's right. And he is top priority. Yes, because he is the creator. Now, I want to talk about this creating an environment a little more. Just like the farmer. The farmer creates an environment. Okay, I, I know this. This is one of my powerful assumptions, that within the heart of every human being, because all human beings, all people have been created in the image of God, and when the heart of, in the heart of every person is the desire to express that image in which we are created. And as we express that image that we're giving value back to the one, we're valuing the one that gives us our value. And as that happens, then that's what causes uh, the development on the inside of our, of our self-esteem. And that's where we hear God about our calling. And that's where we, we have communion with God when we focus on Him. So worship is... It, it, it's about focus. And focus is all about getting rid of distractions. Yes. Yes. So here, I mean, this whole thing about worship, it's, uh, it, it's, it's simple in a way, but uh, it can become complicated if we try to do it without following the basics. Mm -hmm. Okay, so worship is about, create, is about recognizing value mm -hmm. and who is the greatest value in our life, and that's God. Mm -hmm. Then it's about focusing on Him. Uh, we, we can only focus as we avoid the distractions. So, uh, and that's creating an environment. Mm -hmm. So get an environment where that we can do that. That's, uh, and, and there may be music. It doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, you know, once I started thinking more about worship, and as I meditate on worship, in the days between our podcasts here, mm -hmm. <laughs> life works better with worship. Uh, just thinking about uh, what keeps us from worship. Because, again, if I can remove those things that keep me from worship, then 
I can't help but worship. So part of creating that environment is to get rid of the things that keep me from doing that. Right. And sometimes you have to force them out. Yep. You know, sometimes you have to just push them out. And how I push it out, I'll just start right into worship. And sometimes it's a force. Sometimes it's a huge effort. But when I just drive myself into that space, I feel the other stuff leave. Yes. I just feel it just kind of fading away. Yes. And so what you're doing is you are becoming a leader mm. by creating that environment. Wow. You're pushing out things because mm-hmm. environment is what's there. So you push out the negative, And when you push out the negative, God has promised he will fill it with the positive. Mm. And so we push out that, that negative. And uh, eventually in this series, <laughs> uh, we're going to get to some other principles and we're going to go to the scriptures and look at that and see what really had to happen in order for not just an individual, but for an entire people. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the children of Israel when they were in Egypt mm-hmm. and what needed to happen before they could truly worship their creator. Selah. Selah, yes. This I, I really believe that you were able to bring hope into this, this segment. And, you know, if you missed that segment, guys, you missed that series, go to the very first series, Life Works Better with Hope. But you were able to establish hope today, I believe, and those people who are dealing with so many issues and just not taking leadership of their worship, you not only gave them a definition of it, you gave them a way of escape. You gave them the the tips on how you can cause your worship to be sacred and then how to push those distractions away. I mean, it's the perfect recipe for worship. Yes. Amen. (laughs) It is. It's the perfect (laughs) recipe for worship. Guys, please go back and uh, replay this, listen to it, share it with your, your network of friends and get this information to them because truly life works better with worship. See you next week.